We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cause we be. found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch brand with a cutter as a man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world that we can cut with violence and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults. <sighs> Hi, John. Hi, Sam. Hi, listeners. Pa- hi, pa- patrons. Hi, patron, patron, patronuses. <laughs> hi, Pats. Oh, no. We'll work on that uh, as the content well, goes Well, they're going to be expats. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Really please stay. We really value your cold hard cash. Um, so, welcome <laughs> to another bonus bit of content. Hello and welcome to... Kittens Book Club! Yay! If we weren't real good podcasters, we would have made a jingle for this. So, um, (laughs) this is the first in a series which will exist, I think, dear patrons, dear expats, as long as we can bear to read the words of uh, Kittens founder... Are they going to find this? They're going to have to give us money to find this. Yeah, no, it's fine. This is Scientology Book Club reading The Way to Happiness, written by L. Ron Hubbard and found on eBay. Um, Yeah, so when... uh, Was it eBay? Yeah. yeah, When we went to uh, visit the kittens, the Scientologists, um, in our local town, uh, they, in fact, didn't recommend this uh, book to us. They recommended Dianetics, the core book, which, I mean, we'll talk about it in a future episode of this. It's fucking unreadable, so it'll be a short episode. Yeah. but we thought we'd start with this, which is sort of was quite often handed out as like a default. Here's a good introduction. Yes. Book for potential Scientologists: The Way to Happiness, a Common Sense Guide to uh, Better Living. And um, would you just like to describe this cover uh, image for the listener, Sam? I'd love to. So imagine a uh, a dirt road in a beautiful green valley with the sun setting in the background is it rising the sun rising in the background the sun's in the background the sun is in the background there are some uh watercolor trees and some little dots that look like they could be daisies uh sorry i was just looking to see if it's any different on the back no it's just the same but blurrier yeah it's yeah it's fairly blurry um, so uh, on the back, uh, we've got uh, the first of many quotes of L. Ron Hubbard. I forgot what his voice sounds like now. Sort of like oh, drunk yeah, Richard like Nixon, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> one com- no, who's that? John? That was that was Brian Blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read all of these <laughs> Hubbard quotes as Brian Blessed. How now. much do you think Brian Blessed would charge to? <laughs> One can feel at times like a spinning leaf blown along a dirty street. One can feel like a grain of sand stuck in one place. I wish you could see John's face. (laughs) But nobody has said that life was a calm and orderly thing. It isn't. One isn't. Certainly not with that one. (laughs) This is not the right day for me to do a voice that requires this much um, throat work. Uh, One isn't a tattered leaf nor a grain of sand. One can, to a greater or lesser degree, draw his roadmap and follow it. Sorry, it went a bit David Attenborough there at the end. (laughs) I'm not going to do that all the way through because it's going to fuck my throat. Um, And then in much smaller writing, um, this may be the first non-religious moral code based wholly on common sense. No, no, it may not. No. It is written by L. Ron Hubbard as an individual work and is not part of any religious doctrine. Hmm. Any reprinting or individual distribution does not infer connection with or sponsorship of any religious organisation. This is yet another bit of small print that just is highly fucking suspicious. Yeah. Therefore, it is advisable 
no, sorry, admissible for government departments and employees to distribute it as a non-religious activity. Right. So this is our one of our religious texts, but we're saying it's not one of our religious texts, so the government can give it out. <laughs> this is an attempt oh. to go mainstream, isn't it? Reprinting can be arranged with the Way to Happiness Foundation International. Can I just, sorry, may I? Thank you, John. Can I just interrupt to uh, show you this lovely author's photograph in the back? Oh, it's such a nice pose, is isn't it? Which the classic uh, kind of 90s style author's, pho author's photograph with his uh, chin in his hand. Oh, hi, I didn't see you there. Looking very smugly with all his money. What a bell end. Um, so we're going to learn from this book. Neither Sam nor I have really looked at it um, no. since we bought it on eBay, so we didn't give the um, Scientologists... Um, any, any money. money but we'd like to learn the way to happiness i'd like to <coughs> and uh the first page i've turned to john is called why i gave you this book <laughs> this is a, a fairly large book i mean it's standard size for sort of a novel or something i'd say what would you describe the font size there, so? the font is large <laughs> and the spacing is larger <laughs> um, it and the reason <laughs> why i gave you this book your survival there's a footnote by the word survival. Oh, God. Survival. The act of remaining alive <laughs> or continuing to exist of being alive is important to me. I mean, if, if you don't know the meaning of the word survival, books probably aren't for you at this point. But, though. you know, if you don't know the meaning of the word survival, luckily, there is a large glossary in the back of the book. Uh. And a, a thing that the Scientologists have is this uh, thing about how to research and how to study and diction they love a dictionary oh god do they and so there is a whole glossary of just i mean if you're literate you know what the word blasting means yeah or the word by means but these the are word... all like his definitions as well yeah. so some of them i would imagine are a bit sketchy john can you tell me the definition of the word coins this is a fun game okay so um they are small metal tokens of exchange yes <laughs> Figuratively, things given or offered in exchange for something else. From the literal definition, being pieces of metal of definite value. Great, good. Let's let's keep playing this game. Yeah. Um, so, Sam, would you give me the definition of... Um... Ooh. Sorry, are you wondering if some of those words might be too hard for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you won't get none on this page. Um, uh. Would you like to give me the definition of foghorn, please? Foghorn, a, a loud noise used by ships to signify their uh, destination at night when it's foggy. Oh, this is too fun. Very good, Sam. Well done. <laughs> a very loud, deep-sounding horn set off on a ship or boat when fog reduces visibility as a warning to other vessels. But, you know, we should look it up in a dictionary and use it three times in a sentence. Ten times in a sentence. It's just insane, isn't it? This also... Um, has a really fun how to use this book. Have you got to that? Is that? Oh, that was. I just turned to a page before. <laughs> I'm going to show off, but uh, Sam's read books before this, so she doesn't <laughs> need that. I'm going to consult it though. Write your name on the top line at the front of this book. Well, I'm write the date on the other side. And... Oh, this is how to give it as a gift. Write the person's name on the front page. Put your own name on the second line. Present the person with the book. Ask the person to read it. You will find that she. He or she is also threatened with the possible misconduct of others. What the fuck? What? No, sorry. Can you can you repeat that, please? So you might wish to help other people. Yeah. So write their name in this book. Put your own name on it. Give them the book. Ask them to read it. 
checking the footnotes to make sure they understand each of the individual words. There's a footnote to tell you to look at the footnotes. Right. <laughs> you will find that he or she also is threatened with the possible misconduct of others. He or she is also threatened with the possible misconduct of others. So I guess it's like, so th what, th they're... like you, they're also worried that everyone else is a twat. I'm just worried that they're twats, to be honest. Give the person several additional copies of this book. <laughs> this is genius marketing, but do not write your name on them. Let the other person write his or hers, because they can present them to other people in their life. Wow. So I gave John a book for his birthday last year. Uh, oh, we'll definitely December. do a book review of that on here for Absolutely. you listeners. It's insane. Um, so should I have given you multiple copies of that book <laughs> so that you can give them to others? Only that... if you thought that book was going to help me. Uh, I think it will. Send other people to, um, to happiness. Good. This book also has some lovely, um, what we call those, charcoal kind of illustr pencil yeah, so. illustrations. But I mean, not to badmouth the uh, artist of those. They're not terrible. No, they're, they're just they're adequate drawings. You yeah. could happily have that on like a hotel wall or something. It's a bit weird, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not just in black and white. That might be a bit of a creepy um hotel. Happiness. Okay, give me your definition of happiness. <laughs> the definition of happiness: uh, joy and contentment with one's environment or emotional state. Well, that's very good. You may you should start your own cult. Um happiness. Stop saying that, John. A condition of Sam, you start your own me. cult. If this isn't where this project is leading, I'm out of here. Okay. <laughs> a condition or state of well being, contentment, pleasure, joyful, cheerful, untroubled existence, the reaction to having nice things happen to one. And do we have footnotes with definitions of words like joyful and contentment? Oh, um, no, that would be great if it was like footnote to footnote yeah. to foot. <laughs> it was like a sub book for each possible. Um, so we learn uh, here next to this badly rendered picture of a daisy. Yeah. Um, true joy and happiness are valuable. <laughs> <laughs> if one does not survive, no joy and no happiness are obtainable. If you're dead, you can't have to Sorry, dead people. If you're dead and you're listening to this, I'm afraid joy I'm really sorry. or happiness is unobtainable. Um, great. So it's going to take us a long time to read through this whole book. We're oh, but there's another charcoal drawing on the next page with someone with a copy of The Way to Happiness it and looking look out at a long road. Without too much trouble, using this book, you can help survive and lead happier lives. So I'm going to take it now and I'm going to just... Great. So tell us the, one of the first ah. ways that we can uh, be happy. So this is profound. This might be, listeners, the first non-religious common sense attempt to provide a moral code of conduct. It's going to be, you know, this is like tablets down from Mount Sinai. Yeah. The Jesus preaching to uh, um, uh, preach. You know, Joseph prepare yourself for that kind of high philosophical life wisdom that you might not have encountered until you read this book so number one the first step on the way to happiness yeah apart from gifting this book and other <laughs> it's definitely going to help hubbard's happiness yep number one take care of yourself not bad advice one dash one get care when you are ill <laughs> 
Okay. When they are ill, even with communicable diseases, people often do not isolate themselves or seek proper treatment. This, as you can easily see, tends to put you at risk. Insist when someone is ill that he or she takes the proper precautions and get proper care. 1-2. Keep your body clean. <laughs> there, there's a lovely illustration of a bar of soap next yep. to a sink. There's a bunch of bullshit. And then, it is inevitable that one gets dirty working or exercising. Get them to clean up afterwards. Oh, fucking hell. 1-3. Preserve your teeth. <laughs> like in formaldehyde. <laughs> <laughs> 1-4. Eat properly. 1-5. Get rest. <laughs> that just also reveal how many pages into this book we are now. Has it got uh, page numbers? 16 and 17. Yeah. And, and bear in mind the text is only on maximum half of the page. And then the other the other page, the oppo- opposite page, is a some sort of charcoal drawing. It's really padded out and is that what is we're saying. almost 100% of this book. In fact, and then only half the book is the actual book. And then the rest is the fucking glossary, isn't it? Yeah, well... Oh, no. No. Oh, no, I take it back, Elrond, sorry. Sorry, Captain Mittens, I got you wrong. Captain Mittens. Do you want to read Great, good, shall I? Let's do some other advice. So we're going to wash, go to the doctor when we're ill. We should be making notes, really. Take care of our teeth. Well, I don't know, because it says this is a common sense guide, and at the moment I agree. It's common sense, like... But, yeah, like... Like, just... Stating the bleeding obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine reading this book? Having previously had no idea what to do in those situations. You had that 27 caked in filth teeth yeah. dropping out of your head. Not eating any food. Covered in lumps you should have gone to the doctor about. Just oh, going, no. what should I do? I don't understand. Um, I need this $68 book to tell me. How much it was? I don't know. I, that was just a number that I pulled from I mean, nowhere. I bet, probably. Um, great. Um, two, be temperate. Okay. So, do not take harmful drugs. I just need to share with you this brilliant illustration of someone saying no to drugs. <laughs> it's a creepy, creepy drawing of someone holding uh, a, a spliff, I assume, and then with another person just very gently putting their hand on the other person's hand as if to go, no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Um, if, I feel like these should be poems. It really bothers me that these don't rhyme because they look on the page like they should be little... They look like stanzas, don't they? Do not take alcohol to excess. But take some. Does that mean it? Yeah. Do not let anyone who has been drinking drive you in a car or fly you in a plane. <laughs> That's what I normally do with my drunk friends. It's... Hey, drunk friend, shall we go for a joyride in a plane? Given Hubbard's history, though, it says fuck all about boats, which is interesting. Oh. So if you're pissed... Boat away. That's what the Norfolk Broads is for. Don't be promiscuous. Sam. Okay. Sorry, John. Sex is. Sorry, Brian Blessed. Sex is. Oh, I don't know who that was. That didn't <laughs> sound like Brian Blessed. Sex is the means by which the race projects itself into the future. That is a creepy way to talk about something. Hey, darling, should we go and project ourselves into the future? <laughs> <laughs> I'd really like to project myself into the future with you. you I'll project myself into your future. (laughs) (laughs) Be faithful to your sexual partner. Yeah, do that. Unfaithfulness can heavily reduce one's survival. I suppose, well, uh, 
people cheat on their other person and then the other person might kill them. I think that's pretty much what he's saying. No! <laughs> I was joking! History and the newspapers carry floods of instances of the violence of human passions aroused by unfaithfulness. So don't cheat in case you get murked by your other <laughs> I mean, that is still good advice, I suppose. Also, there's the question of health. Sexual misbehaviour is nothing new. Sex is a big step on the way to happiness and joy. There's nothing wrong with it, if followed with faithfulness and decency. <clears throat> Point four on the way to happiness. Love and help children. Bringing a child into the world today is a little bit like dropping one into a tiger's cage. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> Unless you're in the Michael Jackson school of parenting. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> that was an amazing reaction. I'm so glad I said that. I'm, I was going to try and find more features, but this is... Oh, no, here we go. This is problematic. <laughs> a child is a little bit like a blank slate. If you write the wrong things on it, it will say the wrong things. But unlike a slate, a child can begin to do the writing. The child tends to write what has been written already. The problem is complicated by the fact that while most children are capable of great decency, a few are born insane. No! Today, some are even born as drug addicts. But in but such cases are an unusual few. Jesus. Okay. I think you took that slate metaphor way too far. Captain and Madness. also, yes, horribly, some children are born as drug addicts, but that is not because they are drug addicts. No. It's because their parents are drug addicts. <laughs> so bizarre. Uh, cool, good. Okay, we're, I feel like we're learning. I feel like we're closer to happiness with every... What you are know, these people doing? They're flying a kite. Okay, I can work out what that was upside down. There we go. Yeah, thank you. Just flicking through. Sorry, listeners. Just some fl flicking. ASMR flicking. flicking for any of you that <laughs> Point five on the way to happiness. Honour, with a footnote, honour, to show respect for, to treat with deference and courtesy, and help your parents. Unless they leave Scientology, in which um, case, fuck them. Exactly. Nope, there was nothing interesting in that section. Nothing that jumped out to me as weird. Do you want to do this bit? Set a good example. This is point six on the way to happiness. There are many people one influences the influence can be good or bad this see skipping through this is because it's just such pointless drivel it's a waste of ink and a waste of paper trees died so this book <laughs> could exist again it's weird that everything's framed as like be a good example to other people so you survive it just yeah. feels like a bit of a weird not for any because they have to make it have positive or social good it has to have a, otherwise he's just saying <coughs> this book could be summed up with don't be a prick. <laughs> I'd like to see the charcoal drawing that accompanies that. <laughs> Just a hand gently. <laughs> no. <laughs> gently pushing no. down. <laughs> um, here we go. Page 47. Chapter 7. Uh, seek to live with the truth. False data, Sam, can cause one to make stupid mistakes. It can even block one from absorbing true data. I wish I had my copy of Dianetics here so I could show you the fucking graphs in it. Oh, yeah. Do we think Donald Trump has read this book? <laughs> oh, <that> false... <gasps> Mate, yeah. should we send it to him? With four other copies. To Donald Trump from John Sam. From Coffee and Cups. At Coffee and Cups. <laughs> no, I don't, let's not end up on the NSA's 
No, not NSA. Who would it be? Yeah. CIA's. It will be NSA, National Security Agency. Yeah. Isn't Let's not end up on there. I said that with authority, but I, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, false data can come from many sources. Academic, social, professional. L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> and then here's the kicker. What is true is what is true for you. No, that's not how truth works. No, but that's what, um, to go back to this horrendous people, that's what Marceline Jones told Jim Jones, that what is true is true for you. Yeah. And we see where that turned out, don't we? Uh, let's just skip through a few of these good bits of advice. Don't tell harmful lies. Yep. Don't bear false witness. Fine. Lest you be sued for perjury, it seems. Do not murder. That is a whole chapter. <laughs> a whole chapter of do not murder. It's just murder. ripping off the Ten Commandments now. Yes. Okay. I'm troubled by the fact that that chapter starts with the phrase most races. Most races, from the most ancient times to the present, have prohibited murder and pub- punished <coughs> it heavily. Mm. Sometimes this has been broadened to say, thou shalt not kill when a later translation of the same work has found it to read, thou shalt not murder. There is a considerable difference between these two words, kill and murder. A different letters and everything. Prohibition against all killing would rule out self-defence. It would tend to make it illegal to handle a serpent coiling to strike the baby. It would put a race on a diet of vegetables. I'm sure you can see many, many illustrations of the difficulties raised by prohibition against all killing. Okay. <laughs> the quote <clears throat> the way to happiness does not include murdering or your friends your family or yourself being murdered <laughs> well I, I thought the way to happiness included our Beryl being uh, shanked and oh, no. pushed down some stairs oh. I don't have an Aunt Beryl not anymore point nine don't do anything illegal um, so none of the resistance to slavery uh, the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, um, p- p- countless examples. Of... So basically, it's saying because we're in the way to happiness, mm-hmm. don't do anything illegal because the fear of getting found out will make you unhappy. Well, if anybody would know about that, it would be Captain Mittens, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's a, yeah, so it's not, it's not saying don't do anything illegal because it's illegal. They're saying <laughs> because you're going to get stressed that you're going to get found out. Oh, here's a fun one. There you go, John. That's not bad advice. Support a government designed and run for all people, says the man who organised a project to infiltrate and subvert the government. Yes. Allegedly. I don't know if that is allegedly now. I think that was Ah, Snow White was pretty much proof. (laughs) We're we're much more laissez-faire on the uh, Patreon, as you can tell, listeners. Well, because Scientologists, if you're listening, thank you very much for your Patreon subscription. (laughs) Yes, thank you. I'm not going to argue that. Um, Unscrupulous and evil men and groups can usurp the power of government and use it to their own ends. Evil men and groups. All of current history. No women revolutionaries, though. No, that's true. Those women aren't evil. Women are always good. That's a lie. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was a lie. (laughs) Fucking incels will be out after us uh, uh, pretty soon. Thank you for your incel cash. Thank you, for, like, thank you for having one less manga DVD to support our podcast project. I like that we're getting angry with these people who aren't even... Real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
in reality, thanks, Mum. <laughs> okay, so we shouldn't um, we shouldn't do anything illegal against the government, but we should make sure we support it. Vote, basically. That's not bad advice. You should, if you have the right to vote, use it. A government cannot bleed. It cannot even smile. It's just an idea men have. <laughs> oh, what a load of shit. <laughs> Do not harm a person of goodwill. But, I mean, again, this is kind of ironic. But harm a person of bad will? Sure, but kill them, don't murder them. Okay, I see. Only if they're a serpent trying to strike the baby. <clears throat> Twelve. This is under safeguard and improve your environment. Okay. Be of good appearance. While clothes can be expensive, soap and other tools of self-care are not that hard to obtain. So if you can't afford clothes, just wear some soap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is basically like iron your clothes. Lovely. Thank you for the illustration showing me how to iron my clothes. Encourage people around you to look good by complimenting them when they do, or even gently helping them with their problems when they don't. Oh, it's like that conversation that you, I'm sure everyone had it at some point when they were a teenager that they had that smelly friend and you have to go, I'm sorry, mm. Hayley, you need to use deodorant. <laughs> sorry, Hayley, thank you for your uh, uh, Patreon, Patreon money, but, you know, save a little bit to buy deodorant. <laughs> That's a real name. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Will you be listening to this? Uh, no. Unlikely. I haven't seen them since primary school. <clears throat> take care of your own area. I'll take care of your own. No, I won't. You can take care of your own area. <laughs> so, um, just keep keep things clean and tidy. Okay. Yep. Good advice. I mean, I sort of the stuff that is, you know, you, it's hard to disagree with, but it's also so trite. Well, like I said, yeah. It's the common sense guide. So if you've got even a modicum of common sense, this is all very obvious to you. <clears throat> Take care of the planet. Cut down too many forests. Foul too many rivers and seas. Mess up the atmosphere. And we have had it. The surface temperature can go roasting hot. The rain can turn into sulfuric acid. All living things could die. Yeah, that's not untrue. Are we turning into many... Scientologists? <laughs> What if, by the end of reading this book, you don't get many Scientologists sort of actively doing environmental no. work, though, do you? That's not something you well, I don't know. In the same way you get, that. like, secret conservatives, you might get secret Scientologists. Maybe. Point 13. Do not steal! Okay, we've gone back to the uh, <laughs> commandments. A person who, for one reason or another has been unable to honestly accumulate possessions, can pretend that nobody owns anything anyway. But don't try to steal his shoes! <laughs> a thief sows the environment with mysteries. What happened to this? Ooh, what I'd like to, to sow the environment with mysteries. That's quite exciting. That's super cool. No. Even in Sam communist is massively states, the thief is sent to prison. All right. <laughs> The road to happiness cannot be travelled with stolen goods. There's um, a very limited luggage limit. <laughs> oh, this is fun. This is a fun bit of copywriting. Uh, point 14. Be worthy of trust. Blah, blah, blah. Some bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. 14-1. Keep your word once given. People who keep their word are trusted and admired. People who do not are regarded like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Such a weird book. Yeah, yeah. The way to happiness is much, much easier to travel with people one can trust. Remember I said point fourteen point one. There's no fourteen point two. There is just point fifteen. Fulfill your obligations. Great, sure. Yeah. Apparently that involves standing on some steps, talking to some men. It does, and to uh, receive a crap drawing from a child. <laughs> All of these are obligations we uh, we suffer through daily. Hold some grapes. <laughs> I am often obligated to hold grapes, it's yeah. true. I in fact, when you leave in a minute, Sam, I'm, I have to go and hold some grapes for someone. <laughs> Point 16, be industrious. Work is not always pleasant. So this is very, this is going to be very Scientology, why you should mm. scrub floors all day and why you should tidy this office all day. Yeah, yeah. Work is not always pleasant, but few are unhappier than those who lead a purposeless, idle and bored existence. <laughs> Children gloom to their mother when they have nothing to do. The low-mindedness Ooh, of the nice unemployed. Phrase. Even when they are on relief or the dole is legendary. The retired man with nothing further to accomplish in life perishes from inactivity. Even the tourist lured by a travel agency's call to leisure gives a tour conductor a bad time if he has nothing for them to do. The road to happiness... Just the idea that this is being passed off as any kind of, kind of insight. Yeah. The way to happiness is a high road when it includes industriousness that leads to tangible production. So, Scientologists, when you're taking out paper clips from a whole ream of documents, remember that industriousness is the way to happiness. Here you go. Also, be competent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if you want to get by in life, be competent. I mean, again, it's just, does it need a chapter? None of this needs a chapter, John. Christianity got through the thou shalt not kill thing in just in that sentence. <laughs> 17.1. Look. Look up, look down, look all around. See what you see, not what someone else tells you that you see. That's all I'm going to say about that. So what's that? that would be like you going, oh, look, isn't the sky blue? And I go, no, it's yellow. But don't see, and then you it, see a it different colour. It's yellow. Oh. I'm not sure that's how eyes work. Um, <laughs> learn. I thought there was going to be more to that sentence. No. Learn. Separating the false from the true brings about understanding. Yep. Yeah, it does. I mean, this book is not really helping with that. uh... No, and I mean, these pauses, we're literally flicking through this entire book that neither of us have read. What are these children doing with this globe? uh, Summoning Satan. (laughs) In a gloomy, dark library. A group of children are intently standing around a globe and sinisterly placing their hands on it as if they're... That looks like it should be an illustration from like the people that are secretly ruling the world, doesn't it? Yeah, they were going to take off their children masks and be lizards. Oh, that's something we should do for a book review (laughs) on here. Let's get the biggest secret. Um, The world is brutal enough already to people who can't learn. Practice. So if you want to get better at something, practice it. God, this is utter tripe. <laughs> um, respect the religious beliefs of others. Unless they're not a Scientologist. Yep, pretty much. Philosophers since the times of ancient <laughs> Greece have disputed with one another about the nature of God. Cool. Faith and belief do not necessarily surrender to logic. They cannot even be declared illogical. Okay. Men without faith. Sam, are a pretty sorry lot. Women without faith are fine. They can even be given something to have faith in, 
but when they have religious beliefs, respect them. <laughs> the fucking illustrator didn't even know what to draw for no. that part of the book. They've, they've just drawn a river. They've just looked out the window and drawn whatever they could see. Oh, they're... if they're out there, I bet that's a nice place to be. So we all oh, know. That of... is a long chapter title. I we all know it, of but... the golden rule, right? Um, that do idea that's in lots of yeah. So okay. Say that. Finish that sentence. Then. Do unto others as you they would do unto you, or something. Yeah, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. There we go. <clears throat> this is it's been rewritten for the modern age by Excellent. L. Ron Hubbard into the not at all clumsy. Try not to do things to others that you would not like them to do to you. So it's just the same, just with try not to in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. just a bit more clumsy. Um, I mean that's fairly again. And it's a it's a negative slant on that. Do unto others as you would have do unto you. That's about being kind to people, isn't it? And being nice and generous and oh. John's giving me a funny facial expression. Chapter 19. Yeah. Try not to do things to others that you would not like them to do to you. Okay. Chapter 20. Try to treat others as you would want them to treat you. That's the same thing, Elrond, you tit. Do not be surprised if someone seems to resent being told to be good. But the resentment may not come at all at the idea of being good. It may be because the person factually has a misunderstanding of what that means. I'm, I'm genuinely feeling more stupid and less happy reading this. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's our pull quote for our uh, yeah. uh, review for this book. I'm not even going to read that bit. It's not even worth <laughs> If you had any defects or shortcomings, if you made a mistake, you might want people to be tolerant, not critical. Rather than concentrating on censure and punishment, you would prefer people were forgiving. Correct? Ah. Possibly you would want others to be polite to you and treat you with dignity, right? Suddenly getting a right. bit aggressive now, this. God! Right! <laughs> when you did something for them, you would possibly like people to appreciate you, correct? God, this is aggressive! Oh, we got a little smile there. Now, there isn't... <laughs> really hard to do with the accent. Pick a different voice, Sam. I'll do it in a different voice. Um, Alan, what's his name? Bennett. Ah, oh, <laughs> I can't do Alan, Alan Bennett. Alan like Bennett. John good. Ronson. <laughs> no, um, I'll just read it. Now there is an interesting phenomenon at work in human relations. When one person yells at another, the other has the impulse to yell back. One is treated pretty much the way he treats others. One actually sets an example of how one should be treated. A is mean to B, so B is mean to A. A is friendly to B, so B is friendly to A. I am sure you have seen this at work continuously. George hates all women, so women tend to hate George. Fucking yes! Carlos acts tough to everyone, so others tend to act tough towards Carlos. And they don't dare out in the open. They privately may nurse a hidden impulse to act very tough indeed towards Carlos, if they ever get the chance. That's such a, like, oh, just such a dweeby thing to say, isn't it? Like, oh, Carlos was tough to me, but I don't actually feel confident enough to be tough to Carlos, so I'm just going to think tough things about Carlos. Poor old Carlos, man. Chapter 21. Flourish and prosper. Both of which have footnotes in case you don't know what <laughs> flourish or prosper means. 
Sometimes others seek to crush one down, to make nothing of one's hopes and dreams, one's future and oneself. Oh, again, that's quite that the telling cult thing, isn't it? That there's someone out there deliberately trying, trying to sabotage to... you for no reason. Yeah, it is sometimes necessary to handle such directly. But there is a long-range handling that seldom fails. That doesn't mean anything! <laughs> I'm just enjoying the pictures now. Oh, and that is my wish for you. Flourish and prosper. I mean, that's fairly crap advice, isn't it? Which is just like, do well? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Good, thank you. If I didn't know that, I wouldn't have, uh, oh. wouldn't have bothered. And we've got to it, John. We're at the epilogue. Great. Epilogue me up, Sam. Happiness lies in engaging in worthwhile activities. But there is only one person who for certain can tell what will make one happy. Who do you think it is, John? Uh, L. Ron Hubbard? No, oneself. Ah, fair. The precepts given in this book are really the edges of the road. Violating them, one is like the motorist who plunges off into the verge. The result can be wreckage of the moment, the relationship, a life. Oh. One can at times feel like a spinning leaf blown along a dirty street. One can feel like a grain of sand stuck in one place. Grains of sand famously stuck in one place. Don't they go in and out with the tide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and blow with the wind. And, and travel around in someone's butt crack. Yeah, I was, was going to say in a bucket, but, you know, go for a butt crack instead. Um, <laughs> but nobody has said that life was a calm and orderly thing. It isn't. One isn't a tattered leaf, nor a grain of sand. <laughs> Duh! Silly John! <laughs> how, many pa- how many pages into the book do you have to get to find out that you're not a tattered leaf? 203. Jesus. Of course, one would have occasional loss. Wait, no, it's not losses. That was a... I edited that as I read it out. Of course, one will have occasional losers trying to apply this book and get it applied. One should just learn from these and carry on. Who said the road doesn't have bumps? <laughs> It can still be travelled, so people can fall down. It doesn't mean they can't get up again and keep going. If you can get others to follow the road, you yourself will be free enough to give yourself a chance to discover what real happiness is. Oh, it's so fucking trite. And this is the, the ending of the book, apart from the glossary, where I hope it defines the word ending. Yep. <laughs> the way to happiness is a high-speed road to those who know where the edges are. You're the driver. Farewell. Oof. What a lovely note to to run off on. Sorry, I'm just looking up to see if they tell me what farewell means. <laughs> no. <laughs> Used to express good wishes on parting. <laughs> Fair means to get along or express good or experience good fortune. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> Thank God. I wonder if there are any words in in any of it that don't have a definition. Uh, and also, this is—it still bugs me, as you'll know from our special investigation into the kittens. Um, this revelationary idea that if you don't understand a word, you should look it up is just—there's just, a definition just, for just, low income. There's a definition for map. If you are a fucking grown-up reading a book and you don't know the word map, put the book down. <laughs> get in the bin. <laughs> just get in the bin. Just go and sit in the bin. It's so bizarre. Because it's not even like, I don't even think it's helpful. Like if you were, I don't know, someone who's less literate for whatever reason, which no, you might no. have. It's not. It's it's but not even helpful are, in that context. People who are less it? literate often have a good understanding of vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. Just can't necessarily put it in. So pen. bizarre. Oh gosh! Wow. I, I, see, some things is like okay, fine. 
put a definition of sulfuric acid in there. Okay, maybe I don't know what sulfuric acid is, but I probably know what the word take means. And if I don't, I can probably use it in context. <laughs> There's a definition for that well-known phrase, trash bin of incompetence. <laughs> for that whole phrase? Yeah. Okay, go on, Sam. Def- def- definite shit first. Define it, some would say. Figuratively, a place where... Sorry, you just got in the trash bin of incompetence trying to say <laughs> Welcome to Coffee and Cults, coming to you live from the trash bin of incompetence. Figuratively, a place where inability, lack of skill or ineffectiveness are dumped and stored from trash bin, meaning a container where refuse, garbage, unwanted or worthless materials or objects are disposed of. Oh my God. Wow. I mean, if you have to start defining your own little weird sayings, that's a sign you're in Interesting. They define the word zealots. That's very (laughs) meaningful Mm. in terms of Scientology, isn't it? People who show excessive enthusiasm for and devotion to some cause, belief or subject and determinedly try to advance it. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm just looking up to see if they had a definition for the word cult, but they don't. Well, what I've noticed, the, the copy of Dianetics I was handed in... The local branch had a definition of cults or a cult in it. Ah. The copy I have from whenever the 80s or 90s doesn't. Ah, so that's so they... been included in Interesting. time. Oh, what's that? Is that a footnote? All you have to do, Sam, is do you keep... Mean all you have to do. <laughs> all you have to do is keep the way to happiness flowing in society like... Gentle oil spread upon the raging sea. The calm will flow outward. What the fuck? Like oil on the outward. sea? Oil on the sea is famously really, really bad. Gentle oil, Sam. Gentle Just oil. caress the seagulls. Don't drown them. <laughs> um, the conduct and actions of others affects your own survival. The way yeah. to happiness includes helping your contacts and friends. Begin with close friends and contacts that affect your survival. Give them the way to happiness and several additional... This is such naked fucking capitalism. So that they can spread the calm outward and outward. The book is available in pocket-sized booklets in quantities of 12. Special discounts exist for schools, civic groups, government organisations and businesses. If I started a job and they gave me a copy of this book, I would be well insulted. I would take it and put it in the recycling bin and then leave the job. Wow. Or actually, some like animal shelters and things take shredded paper for animal beds. <laughs> so maybe donate it to them. That would be a much better um, use of... Th- I mean, it's just... It's a, it's a 200 It's the book nobody book. needed. Yeah. Filled with the smallest amount of words... It's just trite and bullshit and abs- it's an absolute waste of paper. We've just read you the entire book. Yeah, pretty much. There's Thanks very little we let out. So um Neither of us are audiobook narrators yet, but if you're listening audible. Hi. What's up? So let's <laughs> give it a <laughs> If any uh, broadsheet newspapers want some new book reviewers. <laughs> um so what's our re- let's re- let's review it, Sam. What's your review scale of, this book? of what? I don't know. <laughs> I give it uh, zero it's... stars. <laughs> it is a waste of paper. I I agree. No, actually, I give it one star just for the comedy value. Yeah, for the comedy value. The, the, drawings. the drawings are quite nice. Um, Yeah, it's just the book of the bleeding obvious. Um, You could read pretty much literally any other philosophical uh, self-help 
book. I've watch... got you down here that I'm looking at. Any of them would be much, much better. Or just like watch a Disney film. Yeah. Uh, watch Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> there we go. That's our review. Instead yeah. of reading The Way to Happiness, save yourselves and go and watch The Lady and the Tramp. Other children's. No, what? Animations. No, 101 Dalmatians would be more applicable, I think. Wouldn't okay. It? Yeah. Like, don't kill animals and don't. Uh, um, women in coats are bad. Women in. Yeah. Well, that's that then. <laughs> Good. Um, thank you very much, listeners. We hope you've enjoyed this weird rundown. Uh, through oh, using Scientology lingo oh. um, uh, of, uh, of the way to happiness um, we'll be back in future with more uh, book reviews not only from the Church of Kittens uh, but also from other uh, funky groups yes um, if you've read the way to happiness God help you we'd love to know your thoughts as well and we'll if you haven't read it previously below. after listening to all of this you have now so <laughs> put that down so let us know what you... <laughs> <laughs> I actually will Yes, do. Add anything to get your total up. Uh, Thank you very much. We will see you again very soon. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.